1: Greetings and welcome to the broadcast. We are so excited that you are here. We hope that you will share this with your friends, family, co-workers, uh, anyone who is out there that wants to be um, a God-fident mom. And what does that look like? That looks like following God's lead for raising our children, um, our our grandchildren, whoever we're in relationship with, uh, being a godly wife, all of those things put together. So I've got my co-host with me tonight. I've got the amazing Jessica Lindsay. Donetta Carver and April D. Metzler. And I just want to make an announcement. April is going to be on a radio broadcast in out of Chicago on Tuesday nights. April, unmute your mic and tell them how they can listen to that broadcast. So you can
2: tune in on WVTCradio.com and they have an app for Google and Apple, isn't that what the other, yeah, what is the other play store again? Yeah, I can't remember because I'm not an iPhone person. But yeah, Google and Apple stores. And you can download that and stream it all the time. It's an online radio station up in Illinois. So WVTC Radio Gospel Station. And it is founded by Franklin D. Morris up there. So I'm honored to be a part of the team.
1: Yeah. Can you chat that put that in the chat stream for us too? So that our uh watchers and viewers and those that are listening to this in audio will be able to know where that is. And it's quite the honor, you know, it really is we were praying before we came on the broadcast that we are honored to just be vessels for the Lord. We want to have ears to hear what he's saying. We don't ever claim to know it all. We are in a, a progress uh until Jesus comes back, and uh, but and we we just don't do perfection because perfection is You know, it's overrated, it's just overrated. Progress, not perfection. So listen, if you guys are watching us last week, we were talking a lot about walking in your calling, walking in the passion, walking in the things that God has asked you to do. And regardless of what stage of life you're in, he's asked you to do something. And it's incredibly, incredibly an exciting journey to go on. And there's that information, y'all. Pull out your phones, screenshot, do whatever you do. There's that radio station. And congratulations to our girl, April. Give it up for April. Yes. Yes, yes. Because you know what this means you know it's for her it's not about her it's other people will hear the message of hope and uh that's just a beautiful thing so april we're so glad for your yes on that so last week we talked about walking in our calling and we talked a lot about our past experiences we referenced a book written by craig rochelle And uh, it's called calzone, not like the calzone, not C-A-L-Z-O-N-E, that you eat, not the Italian food you eat. It's the Hebrew word for vision. And uh, I absolutely love that. It's got so much good stuff. But according to his strategy, you take your past experiences, your core beliefs, your spiritual gifts, all of those things help you to form a mission statement. And it literally, in 2005, when I went back to school for my master's, it literally helped me way out and process and prepare for what God was calling me into. And at that time it was biblical counseling. So with that being said, I'm pretty passionate about it. So I told the girls, I said, we have to help women. We have to help these moms know. Now, if you're calling in this season is to be a housewife, you are amazing. Don't it, let anyone say you are just this or just that. I think uh, Veneto led to that last week. You are a woman of God and you are right where God needs you to be. And that being a CEO of your household, running all that is not easy. It's 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 a it's quite the. Uh, honorable thing. And uh, we commend you for that. But maybe you're pursuing a career. Maybe you just don't know what to do. So stay tuned for this broadcast. And we're going to talk now about core values. Core values basically are defined as something that kind of drives us, something that really, really gets into us. So we're going to start with you, Jessica. What what are your thoughts on core values?
3: Uh, Well, let's see. I think core values um, are so important uh, just in terms of um, of course, you know, what we find important, um, with ourselves. Um, and, and if we don't love ourselves, then we, there's no way we can love anybody else. If we don't receive God's love for ourselves, um, uh, which is the love that I'm talking about, then we, then we won't be able to love, you know, each other. um, I can tell you, for me, that that my core, as I as I'm learning about this, my core values that I have, actually um, are directly related to to my past. Um, I'm seeing that that the things that I've struggled with in my past, um, I see where God's showing me that my core values uh, he, that he's you know that that are important to me is what's helping me you know with my children and and so forth. So. Yeah.
1: I love that how he blends that together. The things that um, we have overcome or the things that we have gone through, he takes and uses that because he's so resourceful. Vanetta, how mm-hmm. important is it to have core values?
4: It's definitely important, especially with having a family. Um, I think it's important for me to always be a person of my word. Integrity is huge for me, it's so huge because. At the end of the day, I understand that I'm representing the Lord in my home, you know, on on a job, uh, when I go to the supermarket, everywhere I go, I'm representing the Lord. So that's just a big uh, thing for me. It's definitely one of the most important things that I want to always make sure that I'm representing the Lord well. I'm representing my family well. I'm representing the company that I'm a part of well, and just really just. Just being that for my children, too. Being a nurturer is so important for me as well, too. Just being able to nurture and pour in. I turn everything into a teaching moment. And I know sometimes my kids are like, really, mom? I just asked for donuts. You know, now you want to tell me this whole analogy and this whole, you know, but everything is a teaching moment because I believe that the home is the training ground. So I just use my home as a training ground to just really just build up, edify, encourage, empower, and then send them out. So, So yeah.
1: So good and so important. And, you know, I know analogies are great. And later on in life, though, they will remember those things. They will remember when they asked you for a donut and you said, it reminds me of the covenant that we have with our spouse. It has no beginning. It has no end. It's just like our relationship with the Lord. And they're going to remember the donut. Uh, (laughs) And let's face it, donuts are an important part of life. Just saying. No, just, just kidding. So, April, what are some of the characteristics of core values that you feel that are, are vital to the Christian walk?
2: Oh, I love that question. That's good. So, you know, uh, kingdom minded, how do we shift our, our mind that we once had into this kingdom mindset? And that is something that, you know, everybody continuously works on in your Christian walk. I mean, that's a a renewal process. It's a transformation process. So have grace on yourself, of course, if you're in that season of renewal. But you take these old belief structures and we turn them into new belief structures. And what does that look like? And so, you know, love has got to be at the epicenter of everything that you do. And it is that foundation. And so do you believe in the love of God in Christ Jesus. I think that that is one of the most vital ones that we could possibly even delve into. And then the rest of it, then we then we expand our territory now we're centered and grounded in this love that God loves us. We know that God loves us. We believe that God loves us. We trust that God loves us.
4: And then everything
2: else from it, you know, is just beautifully growing in and through that. And you know, when you are operating in in love, your words are going to be, you know, honoring others and honoring God. You know, your thoughts are going to be doing the same and your actions and your choices will line up with what it looks like to be this living letter, living epistle. I love it. How Veneto was talking when she was talking, that came up that scripture, you know, what does it look like to have a, uh, a newsletter basically on your character, you know, and is your character, you know, the words that are coming off through that when people read your letter, is it, love? Is it of God? Is it, you know, emulating him? And so I think that, you know, love, I think faith and hope, I think um, accountability to the word of God um, and do, you know, not desiring to grieve the Holy Spirit. Do you you know believe in the Holy Spirit and do you want to grieve him? You know, do you believe that it's right to grieve him? And so those are all really core foundational beliefs, I think, um, that you can at least get started with for sure. But love God, love others and, you know, let's see what else happens.
1: <laughs> I love that. And it also goes back to what Jessica was talking about, about, you know, we are we can't give something that we don't have. And, you know, uh, I think a lot of times for, especially for baby Christians that have uh, dealt with maybe self-hatred or have had a low self-image and things like that, it's really hard for them to, to you know, when people are like, well, just, just love people. And they're like, but what is love? And we know, according to the word of God, that God is love, you know, and God is light. And if we just look in, through the perspective and the lens of Christ and the word of God, we can never go wrong. But you know, he talks so much in about his word there's biblical core values that we are to have and and I guess one of the one of the main things that you know, God right out the gate gave us the 10 commandments. And those the 10 commandments is core values. So, Jessica, would you agree the 10 commandments are core values?
3: <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um Yeah, it's it's a uh, and and to look at it and I know a lot of people, um, you know, look at it and uh, can look at the Ten Commandments and they think, oh, my gosh, you know, that's just so much to live by. That's so much to live by. That's so much to, you know, to to, uh, you know, it's just it's is it really, you know, can we do all those things? Right. But I think that um, the Ten Commandments, you know, and I tell my children this all the time, I said, I said, guys, you know, when we give you a rule or whatever, it's not um, or or something to follow. It's not that we're you know giving you a command, uh, just to give you a command. It's it's actually a protection for you. And I said, so if you look at the Ten Commandments in terms of it's a it's you know a protection for you, uh, you know, then you can't really then you can't really go wrong. So if you look at your core values as a protection of your spirit and your soul. Um, you know, that's really, You can actually, yeah.
1: I love that analogy because, you know, right along with that is, you know, for, for the Christian, for those of you watching this, if you are a Christ follower there some of the attributes and core values you may have is to be a forgiver, a good forgiver. Um, and, and maybe, and, and to be honest, right. Uh, you know, I, it's whenever I was in the corporate world, I, I I used to feel very convicted because you see so much in the corporate world. And I had a Bible study. I was in Marketplace Ministry for a long time, and we had a prayer meeting once a week, and we had a Bible study. And I would be like, if and I would tell people to come to the Bible study. If you come to my Bible study bring your lunch. Do not come to my Bible study. Then go to the cafeteria, get your lunch, stop and talk to five different people, go back to your desk and fiddle around for another 30 minutes. No, because people are watching. They are watching. And, uh, you know, just like the, the newsletter analogy that you guys are talking about, people are looking, they're watching, and they want to know who we are. So um, yes, it it is a great analogy. All of this is, I'm not sure which one you're referring to. Sorry for the delay on getting that, that up there. But yes, analogies are great ways to look at things from a whole different idea. So so our core values, uh, whenever we're trying to figure things out and we're looking at, we've made our list of our past, the good, the bad, the ugly, because God will use things that you've been redeemed from, all right? Can I get an amen on that? We talked about that last episode. We'll talk about the things we've gone through, the, the areas where we have hurt, how he will bring like a magnet. I mean, it's like a magnet, okay? I do very good at ministering to different types of people not because of anything I've done, but what God has done through me and the redemptive story. So with that being said, those people come like a magnet. And then we have to figure out, okay, God, what are you wanting me to do with this? I know you want me to speak the truth with love. I know you want me to mentor, coach, help them along and things like that. So using those past experiences, then those core values start to come into play. And then there's the spiritual gifts. Whoa, whoa. Now, We could go on a several week series talking about spiritual gifts, but for the sake of time, we're going to do an overview of it. And then later on, we'll probably go back and dissect it because it is so powerful. There are so many gifts in the Bible that God has given to us. And it's like, it's almost like, would you, somebody hand you a gift and you set it down and go and walk away? It's all the word of God. And so if we are not getting in the word to find out what God has said to us, about us, for us, we won't know what they are. But for the sake of time, we're just going to talk a little bit about some of the spiritual giftings. There are many and there are spiritual gift tests that you can take. Um, I encourage you to always, anytime, if you are going to search the internet For anything, put biblical in front of it, okay? (laughs) And the reason I say that is because you can get a lot of answers to a lot of questions and them not be scriptural or biblical. So use that terminology if you do a search and look for maybe uh, a Christian's spiritual gift assessment and take it. Just take it and see if it lines up because we were talking a little bit earlier before the broadcast how important it is to use those spiritual gifts. So, Veneta, I'm going to kick that one off with you. Um, you, you are you are gifted. God has gifted you in so many ways and intercession of leadership and all of these things. Has there ever been a season where you were trying to operate in something where you, God was wanting you to operate in
4: something else? Um, I, I would say um, because of just having a gift of mercy and not really understanding all that that gift entail before becoming a Christian. I got taken advantage of a lot because I was always just giving people the benefit of the doubt, always making excuses for other people's behavior. And even in relationships, I mean, I was just really just in a lot of difficult situations. One of the first things that I prayed and asked the Lord for as a new believer was for the spirit of discernment. Mm, And it was so helpful to me to be able to identify and discern to see beyond what people were saying to know by the spirit. And it took, it didn't happen overnight. It took years and years and years of just spending time with the Lord, learning the character of God, just praying over, over just every situation. And when I really was able to lock into that gift of of discernment, I was able to identify what was the Lord and what was flesh and what was just people fluffing up stuff. But I just thank God for the gift of discernment because, because I was so passionate about always giving people the benefit of the doubt. Sometimes I would find myself in a situation where the enemy would say, well, don't you think you're judging that person? And then, you know, I would start like flip-flopping in my true conviction because I'm like, well, you know, maybe this or maybe that. And the Lord is like, if I show you, that's what it is. You know, so being able to, when you do know that it's God, again, even like April said, the underlying factor has to be love. Even when you know that a person, you know, with everything in you, they're not telling the truth. You just love them. You just love them. You just, you know, you know, you know the truth, but you just love them and you just pray for them, you know, but just being able to uh, allow your own words to be seasoned with salt. And to make sure that you are just, you know, God is not saying go and be like, the Lord showed me this. And I, girl, you know, you like, you know, it's like, you want to love on the person. You want to love them and just, you know, just see how you can intercede and pray. Sometimes the Lord may give you discernment just to pray for a person, you know, in a specific area. So just being able to handle that gift. It's a gift. It's not my gift. It's a gift from God. So, you yes. know what? Handle it with care. Handle it. Mm-hmm. Don't go and start, you know, using the gift and just saying, well, the Lord showed me this. And the-. No. Sometimes the Lord would say, pray about this, that and that. And the person don't even have to know that you're praying for them, that you're seeking mm-hmm. God to bring them into a deeper relationship, that you're praying for their kids, that you're praying for, you, you know, what the thing is is going through but that underlying factor have to be love because love mm-hmm. surpasses all understanding
1: hmm. wow that's so true I, I tell you we probably should have done this broadcast on love tonight because love was mm. jessica kicked it off talking about yeah. love and you guys are all talking about love and and it is his love and that is that is why it's important that we are sensitive because we're living in times where people need encouragement and uh so i know april you are such um i i see you all the time operate in the gift of exhortation uh she really it encourages the body uh she has a, a broadcast declaring war uh and and it's not and you're probably thinking love what's declaring war what talk <laughs> about for a moment about that broadcast but then also talk about why you did that because i know that it was to exhort and encourage and inspire and to motivate the body of christ right
2: Right. Yeah, I am. I'm all about sharing God's word and his love. And if, um, you know, it says that my people are being you know, destroyed, even for a lack of knowledge and where all of this begins and ends is with the Alpha and Omega, our creator. And, and yes. so how do we how do we connect back to him is the goal of the broadcasts that I do, no matter what platform I'm doing. But um, declaring war is literally an acronym for uh, worship and application and then reading. So we're, you know, we're worshiping God consistently and we're applying the words that we read within the word of God. And we know that, you know, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God, you know, and Jesus Christ is our, is our key back to that. And so these words that, that we find in this, this, this Bible this dusty old Bible, if it's dusty on your, your counter there, um, it is life and you can either have, you know, words that are speaking life to you that go through your mind and you consider and you meditate on and you think about and you replace old things with, or you can have words that bring death to areas of your life. And that is your choice. You have that choice. You know, God is a gentleman. He's a loving, you know, um, creator and father and he is not going to force his way upon you but he is going to make it available to you and so it's that intimate time like Veneta was talking about yeah. and Jess was mentioning you know it's like that that protection you know, is available to you, you know, through his word, but you have to know his word. And so if you're in that hot, hard spot, difficult spot or whatever, you know, do like, I always say, like, do like what John did, all it took in revelations before he was taken up, And, you know, uh, really just connected the dots and what was going on in that experience of that vision in Revelations that he writes about is that he did one simple move and it was to turn. He heard the father's voice behind him, the one that he had known for years and years and years that he was a disciple of. And he sits there even after, you know, years had passed and he sits there and gets his vision and he hadn't even heard Jesus's voice in so many years, but he had walked with him the whole time and looked up to him as an older brother and, you know, was very you know intimate friend with him. And it's just like if you were a, a child and you, your mother or your father called from the other room, well, you would know which one is your mother and your father. It's the same thing. And all he said, this voice he heard back there and then he turned. And I can just imagine, you know, him recognizing that voice and being so overjoyed and, and elated that that it was him that he was going to you know be turning to and so are we doing that are we turning to the god our father who is love in these situations to learn what love is and to be taught at the feet of jesus what love is, you know, and and all he did. So I don't know if that answers your question, but ultimately sharing the word shares his love. So there you go.
1: It reminds me of my Bible reading today. I I do this, been doing it for probably, I don't know, 10, 11 years, the Daily Audio Bible, because I love Brian Harden here in in, uh, Tennessee. And they, you know, it's it's this typical um, annual readings, you know, couple from the old, couple from the new, couple of Proverbs Psalms and all that, and you get through it. Well, I always listen to the Daily Audio Bible because my husband listens to the DAB, and I want we want to be able to discuss it, and, and because there's a really good commentary at the end. Brian Harden's commentaries are the best. I just love his uh, transparency and how real he is. With that being said, then I flip over to the chronological and listen to that one as well. So today it was on Mary and Martha. And that is, you said, sitting at the feet. And that is where we need to be, ladies, for all of us. Those of us listening, watching, uh, on the broadcast, we are all trying to do the same thing. We are trying to sit at the feet of Jesus, feed off of what he's telling us, recognize his voice, and be able to lead and lead well. Because being a mother is uh it has the gift of leadership so jessica you have homeschooled and you've got multiple children and one grown and married and so forth the gift of leadership Mm -hmm. really you know jumps out and y'all i'm not saying that these uh gifts that i'm uh, saying these ladies have these are things that they've operated in and there's a time and a season sometimes you'll have to operate in one more than the other and it'll come and go because again god gives these two as to do of his goodwill so jessica leadership in the household for a wife mm-hmm. and a mother how important is that
3: well it's extremely important um the, what jumped out at me as you guys were talking and even before you mentioned leadership was just um the thought that when we speak to our children and when we teach our children, um, the words that we use, um, especially like if you're, um, you know, with exhortation, we have the the ability to, to build somebody up and tear down somebody. Yeah. So what are we doing? Do we want to be that kind of person that builds one up or tears it down? And we've done a lot of, um, whether it be in, um in my my church or in my bible college we do a lot of john maxwell stuff and he made a comment
1: Love you him. know
3: your your job is is not to you know your your job is not to be afraid of somebody coming up and you know and but your job is to actually lead that person to be better than you and we shouldn't be afraid and and that's i mean that's the way i you know we always talk about when we want to see our kids be better than us we always say that But like, what are we doing to facilitate that for our children? You know, we want our children to do better. We want our children to, you know, all those things. But what are we doing to help them? And what are we doing to encourage them and and not tear them down, you know, to be better than them?
1: So It's really good. You know, exhorting our children, speaking life and not death into them is so important. And just for sake of time, because wow, I just cannot believe it's already 527. This just flies by. <laughs> we are asking you all that are watching this either on the replay or watching it live, put in the chat stream some things that you would like to hear or reach out to us and say, hey, I would like for you all to do a broadcast on this or that or the other because we are here to serve you. The purpose of Godfidence, Mom's Edition is for moms out there who are hanging on by a rope. I mean, they're just hanging on going, God, help me to get through this. Help me to be a good mom. Uh, In a conference I had in January. The number one prayer request from women was help me to be a good mom. I want God to help me be a good mom. He is there for you and he is providing. And that's what inspired this broadcast uh, is to for us to encourage you. If you are a mom and you are um, whether you're homeschooling, whether you're working, whatever role you're playing in the household. The Lord wants to use everything in your life. He wants to lavish his love on you so that you can do so much more. Uh, We're not going to have time to go into the next broadcast. We're going to go a little bit deeper into some of those spiritual gifts, as well as talking about taking what we've learned so far, taking our past experiences, taking our core values, taking our spiritual gifts, and then formulating a mission statement to kind of help us to say yes and no discernment is the key god will tell you when to say yes and when to say no but if you have a clear vision for your family a clear mission for your family you know for example if god has told you to go to uganda and to build water systems right and somebody says hey can you move to louisiana and and work in this homeless ministry but god has told you to go to uganda by golly you need that written down so you could go back to that and say Yes, that is good, but it might not be God's timing. I'm not saying I don't know who that's for. I'm not saying that God might not have you do that while you're waiting to go do that. There's a lot of people, missionaries. I just had a friend that was able to get into the Philippines. It's three years, he's been waiting to get in there, but COVID tied things up. Whatever God is speaking to you, He will give you the discernment to know. But we want to help give you some tools. Not it's not like a here's the formula. A plus B equals C no 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 no. this is just a tool to where you can possibly help to sort out some of those things in your journal. but the number one thing that we would encourage you to do is seek the Lord. get to know him better uh, study his word and he will show you. So any final words Vanna She's okay, she gave us a thumbs up. Yeah. Okay, April. Any final words?
2: Yeah, I'm just gonna read Habakkuk two, one, and and uh, yes, and yes, read it, so. yes. That goes right into what we're talking about. Um, Yeah, yeah. So it says, I will stand my watch and set myself on the rampart and watch to see what he will say to me and what I will answer when I am corrected. Then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end, it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it because it will surely come. It will not tarry behold the proud his soul is not upright in him but the just shall live by his faith
1: Woo. right there y'all you heard right you. here on he's wait what am i on <laughs> i do so many broadcasts like what am i on? case your best life mom's edition uh that is so good and that is exactly what we're going to be talking about next time we're going to be talking about writing it down making the plane uh what translation was that april
2: that was the new king james version
1: Okay. Very good. All right. So we're going to break that down because we really want you guys to, you know, to journal this out. God, what are you speaking? And encourage your kids. Listen, I'm going to tell you, I, I teach uh, every fall at a local homeschool tutorial. And it is, it's a God thing, right? You know, just the whole thing is a God thing. And every one of my students that leave my class, they leave with a mission statement. They, you know, they. God is going to tell you who you are, what you're about and so forth. Is it going to change over the years? Oh, yeah, it probably will, because God could ask you to do something else. You might be single right now and then five years from now be married and your mission is going to change because it's going to involve your husband. But it's really important for us to understand what the word says in Habakkuk. So thank you, April, for bringing that up. We're going to talk about that more next week. So, Jessica, any final words?
3: Uh, just for all the moms out there to hang on. Um, I, 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 um, I tell my kids this all the time, you know, you can't a bad pl- or the the only bad plan is no plan at all. So, you know, when we're, you know, next week when we, or next couple of weeks when we talk about vision, just, just making sure that we set a vision uh, that's God's vision for us Amen. and holding tight to it. And when it, you know, and when things don't pan out right away, just remind God of what he says, because he will, you know, he's going to make uh, those things come, you know, in 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 the time that they're supposed to. So hang on, parents out there. We love you guys.
1: Yes, we we are definitely. Uh, Vanetta, last chance here. I want you to just bring a word of encouragement, if you would. Actually, Vanetta, I would love for you to just pray for the moms right now, if you would. Um, pray that they will have ears to hear, you know, because I feel like there's a lot of moms that are discouraged. Uh, we see a lot going on with our kids today and, um, I just go ahead and pray for them if you would.
4: Okay. Heavenly father, we just give you praise. Father, we just give you honor. Father, we just give you glory. Father, I just pray for every, every mom, father, that would see this broadcast I pray, Lord God, that you would give them wisdom as they parent their children. Father, give them insight, give them clarity, give them discernment, give them a strategy. Father, I pray that you would give them the words, Lord God, to speak into their children. Father, you have anointed them, Father, to be the mom to their child. I just pray, Lord God, that you would cover every home, Father, I pray that you would move in a powerful way, Lord. Father, everything that you have spoken over their home, Father, we decree and declare that it is coming to pass in the name of Jesus. Father, be with every family and we just give you praise, honor, and glory. Encourage their hearts, Lord, as they parent in a way that glorifies you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much. Well, listen,
1: y'all, if you're watching this live tomorrow, 1 p.m. Central Standard Time on the International Day of Calm, I'm going to be speaking Mm -hmm. about being calm in the marriage. Uh, So most of you out there, if you are a mom and you are are married, um, I encourage you go over there and listen to that broadcast because we're going to be talking about some keys and some things that will help you unlock some things in your marriage and and to walk in peace and all things. So ladies, I want to thank you. Uh, We look forward to seeing you guys uh, next time here on Keys. Let's check the comments real quick. Hold on. Okay. Uh, And thank you, Denise, for hanging in there with us. She said, yes, Lord. And she said, write the vision. So uh, listen, y'all, feel free to put your comments in. And also, please reach out. Let me know what type of topics you would like to hear from the Godfident Mom team, because we are praying for you guys. And we've got all kinds of things that we, you know, but we want to accommodate you. We want to encourage you. And if there's something specifically, you're like, hey, could you talk about this? Or could you do an episode on this? We will take it to prayer. And uh, and if it's something that is beneficial to the body and lines up with the word of God, we're on it. So God bless you guys. We'll see you next time here on Keys to Your Best Life, the Godfidence uh, Today edition.